You're listening to the Walking Wise Podcast by Gradient. Daily wisdom from the Proverbs for every day of October 2020. Here's today's episode. Today's episode entails some content that may not be appropriate for children. Just a warning, just in case you're listening around kids. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding, that you may preserve discretion, and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood. Sharp as a two-edged sword, her feet go down to death, her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life, her ways are unstable, you do not know them. Therefore hear me now, my children, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others, and your years to the cruel one, lest aliens be filled with your wealth, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner, and you mourn at last, when your flesh and your body are consumed, and say, How I have hated instruction, and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Drink water from your own cistern, and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be only your own, and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed, and rejoice with the wife of your youth. As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breasts satisfy you at all times, and always be enraptured with her love. For why should you, my son, be enraptured by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. He shall die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his folly he shall go astray. Our culture worships sex. It's in our music, movies, art, and conversations. But for all its popularity, many people view sexual appetites the way they view other physical drives like hunger, looking to satisfy our desires as it approaches and ideally with what matches our ideal preferences. But if sex is treated in this kind of naturalistic and essentially biological way, it loses its magic, its sacredness. Is sex only for procreation? Is it only for personal satisfaction? The Bible tells a completely different story for sexual desire than other worldviews. Namely, that sex is designed for mutual gratification in a covenantal marriage between husband and wife. It's the most personal and vulnerable thing one human can do with another. And there's such beauty in being able to be fully known and yet fully safe as you're fully vulnerable. That the person that you give yourself completely to will never leave you no matter what. They see the worst in you and will still commit to loving you. You see, sex is a renewal of those vows, an expression of that marriage commitment. Now, when this view of sexuality isn't present, one of two things is lost. Either, number one, 
sex is purely a physical activity for one's own physical pleasure, which denies the natural bonding component of it and leads to a selfish approach to the relationship. So think like one night stands, being ghosted, or number two, sex causes people to initially commit to relationships that otherwise may not be practical or healthy, but it clouds your judgment because you're just enraptured in the passion of all of it. But later, these feelings dissolve and cause pain and heartache. Okay, so this is pretty deep philosophical stuff to start your morning, but I couldn't quote, let her breast satisfy you at all times without giving a background talk on sexual desire. So this proverb gives us a warning about the immoral woman. Her lips drip honey. Her mouth is smoother than oil, but in the end, she is bitter as wormwood. Her feet go down to death and steps lay hold of hell. God has given us a healthy desire for sexual gratification. However, our sinful nature has distorted that good desire. So what becomes most alluring is what's forbidden, that which is hidden and secretive. And sometimes there actually is a particular man or woman that we come across that is nothing but trouble. They give us butterflies, make our hearts skip a beat. They flirt with our minds and seem to promise risk-free fulfillment of our deepest desires. It could even be the allure of explicit content that seems to almost say, don't worry, no one will ever know. You've messed up before, why not just one more time? But hear me out, this is a trap straight from hell. Remove your way far from her. Do not even go near her house. Lest you mourn at last when your flesh and your body are consumed and say, how I have hated instruction and my heart despised correction. If you've ever fallen victim to temptation, you know the cycle. It's always temporary fleeting pleasure and lasting condemnation, guilt, and pain. So don't even go close to the sin. Stay as far away from the sin as possible. And here the proverb makes an appeal and turn in verse 15. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Now remember, this is a proverb which describes a man who is tempted to be unfaithful to his spouse. Biblically, when a couple is married, the two become one flesh. So to be satisfied with your own cistern is essentially to call for a husband and wife to direct their passion towards each other to look to satisfy each other rather than be satisfied outside of your covenantal love. Always be enraptured with your love. For why should you, my son, be enraptured by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? Marriage is a beautiful thing to fight for. Your spouse is worth continually pursuing for better or for worse. Isn't that the most amazing, beautiful thing? To know that the deepest part of you will be loved no matter what is uncovered. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure that the majority of people listening to this podcast are not married. So how does this all apply? Don't sell yourself short of the covenantal blessing God has designed in marriage. Now, this doesn't mean that all should necessarily get married. In fact, A life of singleness is indeed greater than the pain that comes from being taken advantage of 
but an immoral or selfish deceiver. If there is a person like that in your life, you need to get out of the relationship. Because sometimes people think, well, this is better than being lonely forever, but it is not. And pornography might be something that seems like a solution, but it promises much, but only takes from you. Instead, there is a path that God has for you to fulfill, and his path is always full of blessing. And we're going to see that in continuing chapters in the book of Proverbs. Thanks for listening. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, let us know by messaging us on our Instagram, gradient.ya. Hope to catch you tomorrow for our next episode of Walking Wise.